Testing one, two. Check, check, check. What's happening? What up? Once again. It's your favorite crew. It's what? Day. It's either between day 10, 10 or 11, I or think. Or 12. Between Somewhere in there. 10 to 15. Depends on when you called yourself quarantine. When you decided. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's cool. A little different today. No vodka. We're going we gonna, to uh, we gonna be earthy people today. No, It's going to be ratchet, but you know. We doing tea and shit. Yeah, tea and shit. Shout out to all the tea drinkers in the world. Mm-hmm. I'm a re- I'm a uh, recently uh, converted tea drinker. Oh yeah, got yeah. him to switch over. Yeah, I was huge on the coffee shit. Hey, you know, there's days where I'm like, yo, I want some coffee, but it's not that hard. Eh, yeah. Yeah. It's not, yeah. It's not I that think hard at all. For a lot of people, once you've gotten past the need for the caffeine first thing in the morning, it's a fairly easy transition. Especially if you find some tea that's actually good. Yeah, no, I I, I like the the options. Yeah, you know what I mean, you get options. Eh, got different. him out here trying butterfly blue pea. That's far. That's my that's that's my favorite thus far. Yeah. After the African sunrise. African sunrise. The sunrise. Sunrise. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, and then I have my go-to peppermint. Yeah, we don't really care about tours. <sighs> you got the basic shit. Whatever. There's one that's called All About Eve as well. <laughs> that is a herbal tea for women. It's for the people with ovaries. Yeah. <laughs> but they got some for guys too. Yeah, so. All about Adam. Wow. Yeah. Anyhow. Cool. Yeah. No, I like the lemon the lemon mango. Lemon mango punch, I think it's yeah, called. Shit straight. It's cool. I killed that motherfucker. Yeah, strong. you did. I ain't love it. I like that joint. But anyhow, I hope it's everybody's like brewed fruit punch. It's what? Brewed fruit punch. I mean, that's what tea is. All right. <laughs> uh, nah, shout out to everybody. Uh, the, this, the more that this quarantine thing is going on, like I, I go in and out. But I'm a, see, I'm a, I'm a Gemini. We're going to talk a lot about Zodiacs today. Oh, Lord. So I'm a Gemini. So I, I, you know, I changed my mind. Or not necessarily changed my mind. Like I literally believe both at the same time. There is no either or. Walking contradiction. Yeah. So like... Some days, like, even even when we're in a normal day-to-day, I, I like going certain places. But then I'm ready to go home within an hour, two hours, whatever. Real quick. Yeah, so just, like, sitting in the house and uh, for me, a lot of this is just about rest. And it's like, all right, I mean, what really more can anyone do? Yeah. Um, obviously, if you're running your business from home and et cetera, et cetera, you have those responsibilities and, and that's true. But I don't know, man. Um, um, today was just like, hmm. <laughs> and it was beautiful out. It was gorgeous out. I think out. it was the first, the first genuine 70 day. Um, yesterday was, was, was close. Yeah. Yesterday was close. Yeah, today so. was, was that without, the sun didn't shine as beautifully yeah, as exactly. it did yesterday. It was so. like a, a true spring day. Yeah, it was dope. A little rain, little trickles of rain. Mm-hmm. Got out for a quick, quick little brief second. Oh, for so. a quick walk, that was wonderful and much needed. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm just ready to get, I, not necessarily get back to normal because I, I think normal is the problem. Yeah. For us as, as, Clearly. as a collective of people. Um, my normal was pretty simple. So I, I Very similar that. to what this looks like. Yeah, it's not too much different. Um, obviously, that was going to change. Uh, I have some responsibilities coming up here soon. So, But now it's like, well... Let's put a let's put a um, put attack in that. Yeah, we'll be back to that. Mm-hmm. And so, just having this opportunity to even rest even more, and think and write and read and you know all the other things that I may find myself doing. Um, 
Yeah. So I'm I'm ready, but at the same time, like not much is gonna be different for me. Yeah. But I hope that that um, us as a collective, if that does require me being different, you know what I'm saying. But right. that's not even a it's not even a possible conversation because right, you know, it's 338 million people here. Yeah. So to talk to all of you. Yeah, and, and like, we can't all get on one accord on a regular day. Yeah, I mean, but maybe this is something that can, but it still would be impossible to, to communicate with 338 people, 38 million people, let alone the 7.8 yeah, billion yeah. that are existing in the whole world. But I do hope that everyone has taken into consideration and recognized the earth healing itself and what it means to be able to spend that time with your loved ones. And yeah, like, you know, we've been going kind of, We've been kind of lit on social media because that's our outlet. And it's what we do. Our phones are always in our hands. But this sense of community and everybody connecting with one another, having conversations, posing questions, and, like, engaging with people in a real way is pretty dope. And I hope that that doesn't stop when this is all over. We'll see. Yeah, I guess that's the only way to find out. Hopefully everybody else enjoys it just as much, and then, you know, we'll keep it up. So. I got it. I put my money on the back to back to normal. Business shit. as usual. Yeah. yeah. Wishful thinking. Yeah, I mean, there's gonna be a lot of people that do different. There's gonna be a lot a lot of people who turn up the bullshit. You know what I mean, once it's once it's said and done, and uh, so you know, let's just. Uh, I can see folks right now, like, running out the house as though they've never been outside before, like, eager to get back to the bullshit. So, I I had seen someone on Twitter, and this was already my mentality. I was like, I think I said this to you, when when it does go back to normal, I'm still going to wait a few weeks. Yeah. Like, just to see how many people die first. Bro. (laughs) (laughs) No, but like, you know, it's going to be crazy. The clubs is going to be jumping. Oh, yeah. Everybody about to get paid. It's going to be a trillion dollar weekend. You feel me? I halfway wonder, like, I know that, you know, we've had this discussion about rent and utilities and all of the usual expenses and stuff like that. But all of those industries that were put on hold for a bit, uh, restaurants and, you know, stores, shopping, things of that sort. And when people get the opportunity to just unleash themselves after weeks of being in the house doing absolutely nothing, like, I wonder if it's going to break even or if it's going to be like a rubber band and completely rebound in those industries and surpass where they were in the first place. I don't know. Yeah, there's no real way to know. But people make their money. Yeah. Like, you literally make money. Where they find this $2 trillion to bail people out. Or y'all just be finding money. So that, I mean, but that's another thing is like how fucked up this culture is. It's like you can find money mm-hmm. when you need to. So that just means that you don't feel like Flint is worth it. Exactly. You don't feel like the homeless are worth it. You don't feel like poor it's, schools. It's all about interests. Yeah. Yeah. Relationships and interests. If it's not in somebody's best interest to slide a little extra in a different direction. Yeah, I don't know. Then it ain't going to happen. It is good to see them attempting to do something, obviously, because everyone is, I don't care who you are, you are losing out on money unless you Everybody. own the land that the United States sits on. That's another conversation. We'll get to that in another <laughs> day. Uh, talk uh, about that and the straw man and all of that. <laughs> I ain't with all that shit. Right yeah, okay. Now. Say, you know, say that for the mother niggas. Okay. Um, <laughs> favorite Zodiac. So I put a joint out on my, uh, on my timeline. And it's getting, getting some traction. Uh, I really put it out because I was thinking about how much I can't stand Virgos. Mm. But, like, 
Did that come from something in specific no, or just a random just thought? Sitting, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was just sitting. It's a lot of that happening right now. Yeah, I was just sitting thinking. And I realized, like, I cannot, I cannot with a Virgo. And, and I like them. I, I value them. Um, I think a lot of, a lot of people would do well to have the type of seriousness that, especially Virgo women, that was, those are particularly what I was referring to um, for myself. But I think, I, like, I vibe with them, but nah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. nah, I, I'm never going to date y'all. I mean, because they all are, and, and I don't like the typecast to put people in a box, but they all had this, like, the similarity that I, I, you can't really name it. It, it isn't a, um, it, it, it's a feeling, it's I guess. It's just a thing. Yeah. Just and, this thing. So, yeah. So, favorite Zodiacs. So, I have, the first part of it is favorite Z- Zodiacs to date. So, the, I've, I would have to say Gemini and Libra. And that is after some pondering. Because we got the exact same one. That's what's funny. For real? Yeah. Oh wow. My favorites are Gemini and Libras. Wow. Yeah. Um, I've dealt with a couple Tauruses, and the irony in that was that both of them had the exact same birthday as me. Oh, you dated someone that had the same birthday? Well, as you? we weren't in an actual relationship, but I dealt with. Like I've had four relate four real relationships, so that's not a lot of room. To so let's let's get this but clear. What is dating to you? Hanging out, chilling, fucking. And dealt with? And and dealt with. I say dealt with as what a nice way mean? of saying I was fucking this person. Why are we being nice? This is vodka and shit. All right. Well, I fucked around with two Tauruses. Were you dating? No, we or were just not. Fucking? Just fucking. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. And they were cool. They was they were straight. Like, I'm a Taurus, so I, there's a bias there, but there was nothing like... Uh, I don't understand people with biases. With their, like, I like Gemini's, yeah. but I don't have a bias towards them. Like, yeah, no, I don't. You I'm not, have a bias towards Taurus. I have a I have a bias towards Taurus because I am one, but not as far as my dating is concerned. Like I don't, I'm not drawn to them particularly. I got you. Yeah, but with Gemini's, Gemini's snuck up on me, man. It was all like all of a sudden now that you were the first Gemini I had ever met and actually engaged with, and got the chance to see what it meant to be a Gemini, and then all of a sudden. All this this huge influx of Gemini started showing up in my life. And it got to the point where it was like, I'm starting to believe that I'm like drawn to that. And I, I have my reasons as as to why I think that is. A lot of it is because y'all are just so sure. No, nah, that's not true either. It, well, it seems I mean, like it. The ones that I've met seem there's there's one that I believe that I've met that is not extremely sure of himself. And uh, but everybody else, like I, I there's I kind of envy the badassness that comes with being a Gemini. And then Libras are just cool, fun, laid back, right. very chill. Um, I mean, there's nothing bad you can really say about a Libra. Yeah, my my favorite are are Gemini women, obviously, and, and Libras, uh, because the the like the true vibrant sensuality that a Libra lives their life with, like they're very free. Mm-hmm. Very similar to a Gemini. Yeah. I mean, the scales and, yeah. you know, obviously the twins. And so um, with Geminis, it's just like such an understanding. And we we have two sides. And those two sides can be 
polar opposites of each other even. Yeah. Like I'm a Gemini uh, and I have my two sides and then here's another Gemini and they may have two totally different sides. They right. may have nothing similar. And I, the thing I like about that is that I believe, and this is not to get into the whole astrological science, It I believe that Geminis get to choose more often who that other is. Mm. So it's like, oh, I like the Capricorn style and you become that, yeah. right? And it's just, over time, like as you mature and you realize one that as as a human being, you have more choices than you think you have. Right. And just, so just because it's just yeah. what it is. But not to get into the science of it. Um, yeah, I, I like Gemini. But the, going back to the Virgos, like I always find initially like I'm like super attracted to them physically. Mm hmm. And then I find out a day of Virgo and I'm like, oh, okay. And so it doesn't instantly rob me of an opportunity with them because I'm a, I'm huge on platonic relationships. So it's like I enjoy them for what they are and they're great people. So, And I like to be around pretty bitches. <laughs> so it kind of yeah. works out in a sense, right? <laughs> so um, I like Capricorns. Capricorns are cool. Capricorns and, and so... Earth signs are Capricorn, Virgo, Taurus, and Taurus. And Am I, let's look this up. Let's let's get it right. Yes, no. Um, it's one more. I think it's Aquarius. Ironically enough. No, it's only three. Because it's oh, yeah. this is four. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. Yes, yeah, Capricorn, right. Taurus, and Virgo. So like, I like the Earth signs. Like Taurus is uh, like you said. Gemini's is starting to be like Tauruses are my sweet spot, if you will. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't really like them. I'm I'm not even going like I don't like them as I I love them obviously, but there's a lot of us in his life. Yeah, I, and I cannot say that I honestly, if I have not built a rapport of there's a, that reputation of relationship between us, mm -hmm. I I don't. You can't. You could do without. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. The um. But it's interesting that Earth signs, Capric like I just named, Virgo, Capricorn, um, and Virgo, Capricorn, Taurus. and Taurus, right? That's kind of the wheelhouse of struggle for me. Yeah. It's interesting because, so, being an Earth sign, and, you know, I didn't know all of this right off rip, it took some research later to find out what it meant to be an Earth sign, like what all that comes with. Here's her apologist. Anyway. We don't call this Meg's corner. Whatever. So, <laughs> but I just knew personally myself that I appreciated stability and security. And that's something that's always been a thing for me, even before I could articulate it. And so when you and I met and you were this person who literally day to day, there is no plan. There is no, like you, there's no overt plan. He was getting ready to go in for a quick second. I wasn't. I was just going to say that that's not entirely true. We're fast. Like, everything. Very. And nothing yeah. is. nothing is. There is um, an objective, though. Yeah, I don't doubt that. Y'all are extremely strategic. Um, okay. But everything is so unpredictable. Like, there's no other way to put it. Completely unpredictable. And for someone who lives for and strives for stability and certainty all the time, it's a lot to get used to being with someone who's just like any given moment down to the millisecond could be God knows what. Just never know what to expect. 
But I also appreciate that because that spontaneity is something that I personally, and I'm sure probably a lot of the other earth signs have a tendency to lack. And, and again, that freedom of being that way, that's something that I always kind of envied from you guys. Yeah, I got you. Mm-hmm. So then there's obviously the, the um, so we talked about earth, air, or I believe Aquarius, Libra. And Gemini, yes. And then fire signs, which Aries, Leo, Sagittarius. Is it Sagittarius or is it Scorpio? Scorpio is an air, or excuse me, a water sign. Okay. Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces. Okay. So, yeah, let's go through this. So, fire signs are the least attractive to me. Not in the sense of, like, there's ugly or any of that nature, but just, like, I don't find myself too often engaging with them enough um i've dealt with one i was in a relationship with one scorpio no scorpio is a water sign we're talking about I apologize. fire yes you're right yeah i i haven't had much experience with any of those at all now that i think about it none yeah yeah but the funny thing is that, um I, a couple of my homegirls that i went to school with and, you know, we were tight for years and years. We're all Leos within, like, a week or two of each other. Right. So I do have a lot of those experiences in my life, but from girlfriend standpoint. So Leos are, like, always attracted to me, which is interesting. Like, a lot of, lot of women that shot they shot, and that's, that makes sense of a Leo. Yeah. Um, a lot of the ones who have shot their shot were, were Leos. They're shallow to me. Not and, and so like I'm not first of all all of us ain't shit right when it all comes down to it so I don't want to make it like one is better than the other but I do believe that fire signs so like the comfort that earth signs want mm-hmm. fires have to feel passion and they they can only and it seems in these instances that I had that their form of passion is what they perceive as passion in its full extent. And it's like, no. And so <laughs> even me being an air sign, and I understand the dynamic between air and fire. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so everyone tends to say that I, I like the pick and prod. I like I've never the, heard anyone say that. What, agitate? Pick and prod. Well, yeah. 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 Um. And that mm-hmm. makes sense with a fire sign, why there is the intrigue with me. But then they often, for lack of depth, I think, are like, oh, I can't nah, handle I'm this. Nah, I'm cool. Yeah, right? you too much. I think a lot of that, too, because um, the ones that I know, there's a this whole... It's braggadocia ego. It's very, yeah, proud. Yeah. And for someone to be so... Um, conflictual and and intentionally that way like you will play devil's advocate on any subject and no one ever knows where you actually stand on something what are you referring to you oh. just how do we always come back to me we're supposed to be talking about i know but what science. i'm saying is if for someone who's whose pride and ego is huge like that and you find someone that challenges you at every turn right. you can't you can't deal with that and um 
needing to be in control and the inability Absolutely. to control. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Aries. So, okay, so let's move on. One of the questions that I had are, so favorite Zodiacs to date for both of us was Gemini and Libra. Yeah. Okay. Um, which Zodiac would you like to date? And that's Aries for me. I had one. The timing was off, and our my experience with that person mm-hmm. showed me that again there was the lack of depth that I was looking for. Excuse me. So I would like to date the Aries because I think that I think that we could hit it off yeah. if 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 we we, we get in the right rhythm we could probably hit it off. Yeah. That that would be my answer. Um I am going to say potentially an Aquarius. He don't like them either. <laughs> he don't yeah. So um for no other reason than the fact of like they seem to be kind of hippie spirits. Yeah, they're definitely that. Yeah, so you get you get that same range of like free spiritedness without the rash and abrupt waves of God knows what. Yeah, so my experience with Aquarius is it's like super they are the talented, very um like you said, free spirited. Yeah. But again they lack the depth. That's been my experience with them. Um, and, you know, well, a lot of what we're talking about, these traits that we're talking about, people are just individual. Yeah. Not all of that has any yeah, relationship with Because there's other, your know, astrology, your numerology, numerology, et cetera, et cetera. All of that, that, shit, that yeah. And then background and nurturing and, you know, all of that mm-hmm. shit. So my experience with Aquarius is, but after so long when you see the same thing, you're like, oh, that's this just, is, that's a part of their yeah. makeup. And it's like, oh, stay clear of that. Love them, but nah. Mm-mm. Nah, bro. But I could understand why you would be attracted to that. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. They, they cool peeps. Could sit around and sing uh, Kumbaya together. <laughs> While the word, world is on fire. <laughs> Literally. Favorite Zodiac to have sex with? Gemini. Um, I know what yours is. Uh yeah, so Libra. Um, uh, but that's based on one experience. And I think that was her and our dynamic outside of yeah. just our astrological signs. Um Is she the only Libra? No. Okay. No. Okay. Um so I still maintain that they're my favorite today, but mm-hmm. not all of them were great sexual experiences. Gotcha. Um, so I would have to say either between Libra, Taurus, and it's so funny because I always have the most sex with Taurus. Tauruses have the most sex, in my opinion. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I have, that's not based on anything at all. I'm just talking you. shit. But. Yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so it would be either Libra, Libra or Gemini, or excuse me, Libra or Taurus. Jim and I be cool too. They they're close third. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Zodiac sign that you would like to have sex with? Um. 
Leah. I heard they lit. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard they lit. Um, Scorpio. So I had this this chick that was a wife-in-law. We called her wife-in-law. <laughs> I have to explain that to you. If she ever listens to this, she knows who she is. What's up? I hope everything's good out there. Um, she was a Scorpio. Oh, my mm. God. She was so fucking sexy. But it was just a platonic relationship. There was never... It was platonic with these very intimate outliers. Yeah. Like, we... I've seen her naked. We cuddled while she was naked, things like that. And there was never this thing where, like, oh, don't touch me. It can't go there. It just never did. Yeah. And that's why, I've like, a lot of these conversations that we be having, I don't think people understand that I have those type of experiences. Right. Um, you know, most most people, especially the niggas who just horn dogs, would be like, something wrong with him, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And it's like, nah, that's just you an experience for me. You ain't a real me. nigga. Right. I'm the realest nigga. Like, <laughs> If you can do all of that and maintain, I still maintain relationships with all of them. You know what I'm saying? And, I, and I've seen their growth. I've seen her working as, a, as a, a, a grocery bagger to being now topping her company. Yeah. You feel me? And, and being a part of that time where, you know, she is walking around naked and we smoking weed and me and her having conversations that... I think helped influence her yeah. going forward. And then obviously the birth of her child really took her out of here. Um, and, and like knowing her personally and knowing her path, yeah. it's just really great. So I say Scorpio because honestly, I wish I would have had sex with her. <laughs> <laughs> because that was our relationship. Like we call, she was called wife-in-law. That was one thing that I always wondered, just knowing you being the individual who has had all these experiences with these beautiful women and have not slept with all of them. It's like, how many of those do you, in hindsight, like, wish? Like, man, I should have went on and did that. Uh, she's probably the only one that I really, like, I'm genuinely meaning that I, like, I, I, I wish I would have. Um, that's not to say that the, any, any of the other ones I wouldn't, um, including my best friend, which was a conversation for years, um, I'm naturally I'm a heterosexual man right. who, who finds these women attractive. Um, I have another friend that I would marry, right? Which would obviously mean that I would have sex with her. But um, wife in law was the only one that like that's genuinely my thought about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You said Leo, right? Yeah, Leo. Leo. Is there a reason? Is there a particular um, I mean, Leo well, that you wish you would have? No, no, no one in particular, but I just, I've heard, you know, and then I got my homegirls, but that doesn't, that doesn't really say much about the men. I just know that they have a tendency to be, um, like you said, braggadocious and assertive, which in the bedroom, the assertiveness is cool. Yeah, I would, I would appreciate that. Why not? Nice. Yeah. Um, so, all right. I always struggle with this particular topic because I don't necessarily believe in it. But I'm going to bring it in and let's see where we go with it. Uh, Love languages. Okay. I believe this why. Yeah. Acts of service. Acts of service. Words of affirmation. Words of affirmation. Touch. I guess we can look it up. Yeah. Let's do that. (laughs) I was ill prepared. Oh, no, shit. 
This a chill. This ain't this ain't that. We on our tea and shit. Mm-hmm. Five love languages. Okay, Sue. Just read them. Well, hang on one second. <sighs> hey, Siri be doing her bullshit, man. Why is Siri even in, in involved? That's because you go <laughs> up there. She just popped up just now. Was getting ready to talk her shit. Okay, so words of affirmation, acts of service, yes. receiving gifts, yes. quality time, yes. and physical touch. All right, cool. So yeah. yours is words of affirmation, right? Mm-hmm. Mine, if I had to choose one, would be acts of service. Um, but anyhow, so this is a big thing. Yeah. The number one, I'm not even going to start there. What is your thoughts? Um, I understand the need for understanding these. Because if you're someone who... Um, you know, is is drawn towards a specific type of love language and that person or or your love language doesn't translate well to the person that you're dealing with, you can't necessarily hold in high regard the I shouldn't say you can't, but a lot of times people don't hold in high regard their their partner's love language if they can't relate. So if I'm someone who absolutely loves words of affirmation, but the person that I'm with, that is the very bottom on their list then giving words of affirmation is not going to be top priority for them without it being an actual concerted effort. You know, like those are things you have to attempt at or attempt when it's not typical for you. So I could see it being beneficial. I understand why it's something that people should look into. And it's nice to know for yourself because just because that's your love language doesn't mean that it's, it's only coming from external resources. Like if, if my, um, love language is touch then I need to make sure that I take those times to touch myself and I know that's going to sound funny I am not only talking about masturbation that as well but but in all honesty like sensual things like pedicures manicures baths things like that yeah so you you should know it for yourself anyway yeah I think it's all bullshit Mm. because it's just an abbreviated it's it's American Anything that is American is bullshit. I'm saying it, it, in a, they uh, try to abbreviate things yeah. to make things digestible. Yeah, yeah. And it's like I get it because obviously you should be doing all five of them. Let's just keep it a yeah. buck. But I am not. I'm a whole person. Just because I enjoy acts of service, that's not my love language. That's some shit that makes it easy for you to typecast me in another way. It's just another box to, to, to be put in. We don't like for people to say, oh, you're this way. Mm-hmm. Because you understand yourself in a whole manner, holistically. Mm-hmm. But then you want me to accept your love language as a way to communicate with, with you. Because that really fosters and massages your ego. That's what I feel. That's one side of the coin, but it's also... So, on the one hand, I could see it being used as a crutch, right? So, if, sure. if you know, if, if I'm leaning on that every time I need to make a point or I need to get through to you, then it could easily become manipulation at that point. Absolutely. But it's also um, a way for you to know what absolutely not to do. Because if, if, you, if you're someone who does not like receiving gifts you can't deal with that or you absolutely hate being touched like that it's good to know that because you don't want to make that person uncomfortable and put them you in a position you shouldn't be in a relationship with someone like that 
they have some inner work I mean, that they, they need have, to do. They have they can be in relationships too. If this that's they something shouldn't. they not? can be. They should be. If you can't be touched, why are you in a relationship? I'm not saying you can't be touched, you but if that's not that. I'm saying if you don't like that, if you're if that's not your go to and you get with somebody who's extremely clingy and loves that kind of thing and you know, that conversation isn't yeah. had. There's compromises that need to be made is the point that I'm making. Absolutely. But so. I don't I, I don't think that that's it. I, first of all, the five love languages are love itself, responsibility, understanding, intimacy. Those are the real. That was only four. I'm, I'm just What's throwing the them out one? there. I, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Things that actually matter. Yeah. Acts of service. Words of affirmation. A lot of these just sound like insecure ass people in need of things. I do believe that if you have understanding, you will affirm. If you have understanding, you will give gifts. These are just, it, it sounds capitalistic to me. My main concern is like, do you have, do you have the capability to have understanding? Responsibility. Yeah. Knowledge. Real love. Yeah. Not based on... Because nine times out of ten, we get into relationships, we don't even know what we want. That's true. We don't even know what we want. And I feel like this guy wrote this book and and capitalized off the off of the dysfunction of our love, of our relationships. I don't know how many people are familiar with the actual book, but the guy who wrote it, um, I remember listening to a interview that he did with Oprah and he was telling her I don't know how we feel about Oprah not not yet but either way he was telling her that he came up with it because um, he was actually a a relationship therapist of course and in Uh, each of of these situations he's you know just kind of taking notes and paying attention to people's issues and he started to notice some trends and some similarities across the board so he started charting what were people saying was the issue or what was their their point of contention between the two of them and nine times out of ten it fell into one of those five categories and so that's where the love languages stemmed from was him just kind of creating a spreadsheet abbreviated yeah for his for his clients like we always try and make things digestible and one of the most important aspects of our life is love mm-hmm. you cannot abbreviate that shit a whole word. I, I and 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 so I'm not, I'm not advocating against it. What I'm what I what I believe I'm trying to say is that was a trend. Mm. It worked for the few years, but like, is anyone really talking about the actual five love languages? What that actually is. I think. We we do we we discuss it, but like you said, it is it's buzzwords. It's a trend. It should be a tool because it could very well be useful if utilized correctly. Yeah, but it's pretty much anything. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we have a tendency to to use that as the same way we use, you know, CBD tea and depression yeah. and self care and I, hey, not every single person is depressed. No, sure. And depression is not always mental illness. Sometimes it's just a state of existence because circumstances are tough at the moment. Yeah. So it's not to take anything away from people who are actually depressed, but 
it yeah, can it can be a trend word. Don't come over here talking about what's your love language. Because <laughs> I'm going to get to spewing some shit you ain't never heard before. And it, you can't, and, and that's one of the things, and this is another topic that I, I, um, I have, we have on the, on the roster. Um, I'm getting to the point where if a woman cannot articulate herself in her own words, and you've talked to a person before that you know is just like regurgitating information. We all know what that's like. If a woman cannot articulate in her own words what it is that she believes herself to need, what she believes her purpose is in any relationship, just not, I don't want you to to organize your life to fit into what you believe I need uh, because we are in this in this space of, of um, intimacy. Who are you? I believe that everyone at some point in their lives can um, produce a healthy relationship. That takes two people who have, one, the ability to articulate their needs, their insecurities. I, I, we talk about this a lot. I hate that a lot of the women that I come into contact with will be the loudest motherfucker on social media. <laughs> Always got something to say. But then you asked her a very simple question about, you know, rather what's her passion, what's her purpose. Right. And she goes mute. That's problematic. But then you want to talk about five love languages because it's a book you read or it's a meme you've seen. Mm-hmm. And you want to find a way to make it easy to interpersonally relate yeah. with me. And it's like, nah, you tripping. You did what I'm saying, and I think that's problematic for men too, or or for women when it as it relates to men. Like, you know, the whole conversation is that men aren't great communicators; they don't be vulnerable. This, this, that, and the third. It's a and, people thing. Yeah, it's a people thing, and so, I, I like I just think that these these the love languages and, and other uh, things like it uh, just kind of tries to make easy a very complex experience. Yeah. But complex does not mean necessarily hard. Complex is... It's layered. There's a lot to it. It's human. Like, that's just who we are. You have you have your sexual needs. You have your spiritual needs. You have your emotional needs, your psychological needs. Keep going, right? As you get older, you realize, damn, I need a little more in these areas. Yeah. That I wasn't taught. I didn't see this happening in my home or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. So, no, don't try and reduce my experience to some love language because if I was to because I have to pick and that would be acts of service which doesn't necessarily mean that's what I need you to do that's who I am like I'm a a person that I want to get your whole situation together so So you you almost look at it in reverse like this is the way I choose to show love that's the thing why are you so concerned with yourself yeah it's another selfish tool not I, I don't know I don't know um I know what I need. I should be providing that for myself. And vice versa. Yeah. That way, if you need words of affirmation, why aren't you affirming yourself? Right. Exactly. Why you know what I'm saying? So when I when I think of the five love languages, it's like which one am I a scholar at? 
acts of service, I, I can get your whole situation together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because a lot of times, that's it, everything is about community. Like, what are your strengths? And you bringing that to... Uh, I think she done caught the virus, y'all. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think it, I think it's a matter of that. It's like where where are you? What can you bring to the table? What are your strengths? And are we able to, in our in our togetherness, create a holistic experience? Yeah. Again, this is this is approaching it from a uh, a monogamous perspective that hopefully that's just one dynamic yeah absolutely so that's interesting though because i kind of look at any of these um simplified approaches as bullet points for you to be able to zero in on a particular area and then dig deeper there so you know i had not done a whole lot of introspective work in my earlier years it wasn't until later that it was like, I got to figure a lot of this mess out and and really learn who exactly it is that I am. I've been trying to be someone else for so long, worried about everybody else's opinion that I don't even really know. And so when you are at an age where you should have the language to explain and you don't, now here comes the insecurity of knowing within yourself that you can't really explain or express yourself. Right. And so when you run across books like that, um, or even just paying attention to your Zodiac, your numerology and things like that, you're taking someone else's explanation, but now it gives you a, a micro a magnifying glass for you to take note of things that fall in line with or don't and, you know, work, work from that point out. Yeah. I'm going to touch on something. So I always tell you, I don't read for information. Yeah. I read for language. Yeah. And I think that's true of everyone. Because a lot of times when we read things, it just affirms or confirms what we already knew. Mm-hmm. And we just didn't know how to articulate it. Right. And and so I think that it's important for, for people to read, not necessarily, you know, academic books or, or things of that nature. You know, I'm not expecting people to come in and read my library. Yeah. But... Instead of regurgitating what you hear, it, uh, it it should affirm or assuage those insecurities that you have of articulating. Because mm-hmm. that's what it is. It's like, I don't, don't want to say this because I don't want to sound stupid. Yeah, or, and I don't want nobody looking yeah. at me like, why you ain't know that? How yeah. come you aren't already there? Yeah, I mean, and, and I don't, not for that reason. It's more for the, like, you know what you want to say. Yeah. You just don't want to say it because you are insecure with your vocabulary or whatever the case is and yeah. so if you're reading things the more you read the more you are affirmed and knowing oh okay there's other people in the world who think like this and they just explained it better and or not necessarily always that they explained it better i think a lot of people are articulate who just haven't taken the chance to be because hmm. they feel like you know because the the popular shit is not the most articulate no, shit out there not at all and that's the stuff that's in all honesty most likely the least because it's palatable for the general, general population absolutely so yeah i'm a no on the love language <laughs> shit because the real love language is, is is far more difficult to acquire and understand yeah 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 but no shade 
to those who are not. So. Oh, she's over here that. at least. I'm shading, <laughs> nigga. Palm trees. Palm trees. <laughs> Straight up, we gonna take a shot of tea for that one. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Here's a question to everyone, including yourself, including me. Are you in a space to date others? Take it for however you feel it. Everybody has a different yeah. um how you how you interpret that. That's a it's well, it's an interesting question being in the position that we are currently in. Um because we look at things a little bit different. We have these conversations that other people would probably be like, "Wait, how are you posing that as a question if Although for the for the listeners, it has been reiterated time and time again that we are simply best friends. Anyhow, (laughs) Um, I think I think that I'm in a space where I could date if it were strategic and intentional. Just the the simple act of dating, though, is one time consuming. Sure. And two, unnecessary if not for some particular end goal that works out for everybody. Sure. So. I'm always game. Whatever it is. With the shits. Yeah, it's whatever it is. But it, my my motto is, like, what are we doing? Yeah. You're going to hear that so much that you're like, and I know guys hate hearing it from the lady, like, what are we doing? What are we? Blah, yeah, blah, blah. what are we? But I go <laughs> in, like, first of all, yeah, you cute, but not in the morning. Mm. Not. Some people are, are decent in the morning. Not everybody's ugly when they first wake up, man. Most are. Just an unfortunate thing of being human. Yeah. I thought it was funny that Beyonce put that I woke up like this, like, nah, but you had on makeup the whole really, time. Not really, but I, I, I see what you were trying to get. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. get it. I, she was talking for about her, something she ain't even, Yeah, that. she ain't even talking about that. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, yeah, but I, it, it, there has to be a point and a purpose. Any interaction, it's not even just about dating. Any interaction should have a purpose. I hate to hear people say, like, oh, we just, you know, that's what you do with your time? You have time? Unfortunately, the answer to your question is yes. You got time for that? And you really don't. No, not really. But Nobody yeah. does. I mean, no. You know, I, I think once this quarantine shit is over, a lot of people going to realize they ain't got they time. They ain't got time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and, and I hate that such, um, such extreme measures have to you know put us into that headspace yeah when you should naturally be in that headspace yeah. i mean it's literally look at look at the numbers if you just look at the numbers you realize you know i always talk about there being 7.8 to 8 billion people in the world you know divide that subtract some numbers get to the single person and one of the episodes i talked about there's at least 500 people in your radius in your radius that are for you yeah at least so you want to waste time with one that has no measure of greatness yeah. even discussed? Like, I'm, I'm not with it. But now let's talk about because dating with intention for some people simply means I ain't dating for the sake of date, dating. I'm trying to find a husband or I'm trying to find a wife. And then for other people, they'll take that as people being gold diggers. So 
if you're if you're someone who has you know you can look at your life situation and be like this is what would be beneficial for my situation and I'm out here seeking that how do you approach that conversation with people because a lot of times guys will automatically that's not to say dudes won't deal with somebody that's already in a relationship but if they ask you that and you say to them yeah I have a relationship but xyz and you make it very very clear that this is what it is I'm open to whatever but it has to be beneficial there's the ego thing and and the the aspect of not wanting to contribute to a situation that already has a male existing in it yeah women had the same they they feel the same way for different reasons i was gonna say but it really is for the same reason um because when when we talk about dating with intention with a purpose it Mm -hmm. does not necessarily mean monetary because it could be a matter of do we have a new business plan can we be fucking over a business plan you know what i'm saying like Um, I, I, I'm highly inspired. I'm highly turned on. I'm horny as fuck when we sitting here talking about business plans. Duly noted. Like me personally, but yeah. I understand that most people aren't dating with any intention. Right. They don't even have an intention for the relationship that they in. That's why you go and you jeopardize it. You don't even have intention for yourself. Exactly. Yeah. That's why you go and jeopardize your relationship that you've been in for however long and you just go and make what they call quote unquote mistakes. Yeah. So what I, what I, what I'm purporting, we're obviously, and there's many other people in the world that's purporting the same information. What I'm purporting is that anything that you do, yeah. if you're not a person who are, that is fully monogamous, but for all of us date with a purpose. Yeah. That purpose cannot be marriage. That purpose cannot be, because once you get into that marriage, what's the purpose then? The purpose should always remain the same. Right. To improve one another's lives. Literally. That's, that's, but that's not what we, we, we are trying to assuage our insecurities mm-hmm. of loneliness. And yep. And that's what it. takes up the majority of your, even your um, talking to somebody and call yourself getting to know them. You're not really getting to know these people because both of y'all are coming from this lonely, insecure place and just simply trying to say whatever's going to keep this person around so sure. you're no longer lonely and insecure. Sure. Ain't nobody trying to really get no money. Yeah. Ain't nobody. But that's, you know, it's, again, it's not just about money. It's, it's, we have to start somewhere. We have to start somewhere because our children and our children's children are going to occupy the spaces that we currently mm-hmm. occupy. Yeah. And we need to figure out a way for them to have more successful lives. Mm-hmm. How many of our parents are, are suffering inside? One, because they didn't teach us the best way to be in a relationship with someone else. They didn't help us establish for ourselves, one, a stand-up right. or whatever, you know, however you approach your standing as a human being. Yeah. Um, but how many sleepless nights do parents who actually care are are concerned with that? And that's going to be our plight. Yeah. 20 years from now. If we don't get it together. And if we start some groundwork, normalizing purposeful encounters, however that looks, yeah. whether you're monogamous to polygamy or, or even if it's just platonic friendships. Yes. Everything. All of that. I'm talking about everything in between every, yeah. from each extreme, everything in between, must 
Must. Must. Yeah. It's a change of mindset. Because nobody should be coming to the conversation like, look, you cool. I like you. But. What the fuck does that even mean? This is what I'm on. And then, you know, it not like that not be something that makes sense to somebody else. Like, oh, okay. Either you can benefit that or you can't. Either you can benefit from it or you can't. And I say that from a space of knowing what it's like to be like, well, you know, let's give it a shot anyway. And that shit don't be panning out. But, you know, when you are more intentional, you at least increase the chances of being blessings to each other's lives. Yeah. Whatever that looks like, you know. there is no neutral. You either are, are adding to or you're subtracting. That's it. There is no middle ground. Because time is automatically being absolved. Yeah. So you're losing something. All the time. And I just hope people, they don't though. You know, not all of us have. Not all, you know, I'm, I'm speaking from a place, I've, I've, I've wasted a lot, a lot of time as well. I and mean, I, I nipped that shit in the bud very early, but yeah. now I'm in this space where like, I, I see the bullshit, like, I watch, there's a couple guys on my Facebook that are su- successful in their in their fields, um, and they always are, you know, talking about the black woman needs to love the black man, and the black man needs to do this and blah blah blah. And it's like, bro, these women is out here far more successful than men, far more. Y'all is really pushing it. There's a lot of ain't shit ass bitches too. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but. My point is, but it is, is such a time to be alive as a black woman right man, now. Yeah, it's lit. <laughs> and and like for a black man, you really just insecure. They just be exhibiting their insecurities while trying to big up. This is what I'm on, and this is that. And the third, it's like, yeah. bro, real women. I was talking to a young lady yesterday. We were we had about a two hour conversation. It was pretty great. And one of the guys that I'm talking about, she had an encounter with. Uh, that they didn't. I don't think it went that far. Well, she said it didn't go too far, because he thought he was something. His ego. He thought he was doing something, and didn't realize that she had been successful in her industry for twenty years. Right. And he's talking like I can put you on game. I can, you know, not. I don't, I don't think that's how he was talking. But yeah. No, because if you don't have a great outlook on. The world, you don't perceive the world outside of yourself. Yeah. You you automatically gonna say some bullshit. Yeah, you should have known if you paid attention. Do you research? It took me probably two weeks on her on her page to realize, oh, she got something going on. I don't know what that is, and I wasn't trying to approach her for 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 uh, intimate reasons. Right. I'm, I'm I got an agenda. I let her know what that agenda was straight off. Um. And, and and we have built a rapport that now is is very free flowing and and that obvious um, that brink of flirting that tends to happen between people who are right, but it's yeah. not that it's not built on that. It's just that now that we're open, right. but we end up talking about and I I didn't mention it or whatever. She ends up bringing it up and it, it just confirmed my suspicions. <laughs> like oh okay, yeah. So it you can't out. handle her. You can't handle someone on an on a equal playing field or higher than you. You're really trying to get someone that isn't there so that you can maintain your illusion. Mm-hmm. 
and that's what be happening a, a lot of times, both ways though. Yeah, that's I'm, true. I'm specifically talking about a specific person, but it, it really it's goes across both the ways. board. It's yeah. typical, like you know, the the tendency for men to. The funny thing is that all of us are sitting and having the exact same conversation about all of the stigmas and gender roles sure. and all the shit that we should be combating and what it's doing to the detriment of you know our relationships with one another but each of us are still stuck in each of like all of those roles like mm-hmm. that's how we're approaching the conversation with one another like okay this is what's expected of a man this is what's expected of a woman and so it's it's ass backwards and completely contradictory to the the public conversation that's being had honestly man everybody should let me be let me choose your significant other oh shit Facts. <laughs> Facts. I have a I have a unique way of connecting people who will work well together. It's up to them. He to make is it like happen. a master networker, though. Man, that's it. The super connected. Yeah. I literally know it's just a it's a gift, and I, I I attempt to use it. You know, I could use it to manipulate, but I attempt to use it in a way to best suit everyone. Each situation. Yeah. yeah. So that would be interesting. <laughs> I, I wanted to do a, um, you know, in some of our our, our our business meetings, we've talked about doing a um, a blind date yeah, of, like of a, only professionals yeah. in a certain age group and um, a certain caliber. Yeah. I don't want to put it like that. But well, yeah, I mean that that particular arena, yeah, if you will. And I I, I would make it look like. They're give making away all the choices. trade secrets. No, I'm just saying. I would make it a certain... It would look a certain way, but they wouldn't know that you're actually being driven towards... Yeah. Right? Asking the right questions. Absolutely. I mean, you can get everybody's number. I'm just going to put you in the in best front of the person that would be position. best for you. Yeah. It, it, considering the options. Yeah. Obviously, there are 500 other people that you can... They're out there for you. Yeah. Yeah. So well, maybe when we get some listeners and enough of them are no, I'm definitely gonna do it. I think it'll be amazing to, yeah. to do. Um, it would be fun. I, I just want to confirm my suspicions about things. Um, yeah, he's like a sociologist of sorts, just a people watcher, studying and observing. It, but it's not hard. Like people think that they are complex, and it goes back to that abbreviation that I was talking about earlier. I like even in conversation, I listen for keywords. I, I talk about that a lot. I mm-hmm. listen for keywords. I hear what you're saying, right. but certain keywords, um, as a linguist, you know what is actually meant yeah. because obviously in a conversation you're abbreviating and you're actually you know trying to paint a picture yeah. that puts you in the best light. Yeah. But um, and it, it tends to work often. Like I, I, you know me, I tell you, oh, they finna go out of business. Six mm-hmm. months later, and it happens, right. right? We've seen that a few times. A few times. And there's been plenty of conversations after a con- uh, a business meeting or something where he'll say, like, I was more so listening for what I didn't hear and predict the whole entire situation. Like, nah, we ain't finna fool with that. Or they ain't even really own X, Y, Z. It's it's very knowing. easy. And and the like the genuine relationships that I have with people tend to, tend to be people who are actually about what they say. Yeah. And that's all we're all looking for is like, we're not asking you to be perfect. We're asking you to daily push for what you say you are about, what you stand for. Yeah. No, like every, I hate to hear people say, well, nobody's perfect. Well, I think we all know that. 
in it, case it, we it goes it without be. saying, yeah. right? I don't think that I'm perfect, but I think people who say that actually be thinking that they're perfect. But it's one of those ways to to deflect, to disarm the conversation. Yeah. It's it's a it's a shield to hide behind. Yeah, like, absolutely. We want to be everything but human until we've failed or fallen short in an area, and then it's like, well, I'm human. I'm human. Well, mm-hmm. no one's perfect. It's like you actually could be if you woke up every day and did your, what you say you're about. Yeah. But that means like prioritizing, getting rid of the bullshit, yeah. scale your list down because it's impossible to do and be everything that you say you are when you're over like you're overselling yourself on shit that don't even matter, placing all these extra expectations and, you know, rules and regulations on yourself that have nothing to do with your character. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I'm talking my language now. Mm-hmm. Um. What have you found to be your worst traits mm. in dating? In dating? Um, the inability to just say what the fuck my first thought is as it, as it occurs. Like, I, I'm always in PR mode. And I think that that's something that's... That's your worst trait in dating? That's my worst trait, period. But I, <laughs> but I definitely think that that's it's in dating. Yeah, I mean, because okay. I walk into a situation presenting and painting a certain I, picture. I don't understand why women even put on PR. Niggas will fuck you. It does not matter. You can get whatever you want. I, I do not understand that. Yeah, and in the the very thing that was about to fall off my lip in response to that was an excuse. So I'm just gonna not. <laughs> Well, put the excuse out there for the other people who have that excuse. (laughs) (laughs) In solidarity. (laughs) Um, I don't know that it's always for the person that you're dating per se. Like, I think we like to hide behind that. But it's really because we know what we, again, it goes back to creating that list that you can can live up to and being realistic in that. I get what you're saying. Yeah, so. You don't want... Because the same thing, if I was to put it in, in, in a more simpler way, a lot of times the things that we don't like about ourselves, we don't like in other people. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So that PR mode is It's to, like sweeping that shit under the rug. Yeah, I get it. Because yeah. if I don't like it, I'm sure you don't either. Because I'm not perfect. Nope. Are you sitting here rubbing a booger? No. I'm scratching <laughs> my finger. There's <laughs> a lot going on over here. There is, but I'm at home in my drawers at my table. Nobody needed to know all that. I mean, you know. Anyhow, yeah. So that's your worst trait. Anything else you wanted to say about that? Um. Yeah, I think I would have to say that's my worst. Uh, okay. So I have a one A, one B. My other would be my tendency to just disappear when shit is not. On the up and up, I will go inside, and I am not to be found. I'm, like, of no assistance to anybody. I just go inside and go quiet. I, it's it's not um, – it doesn't contribute to a solution. It's just me avoiding conflict. So th- those are probably 1A and 1B. Got you. I hate conflict. Um, so mine would be – 
like I'm just such a like man fuck this like I am ready for the war first day in you know what I'm saying like I'm ready with the shit I don't even know what what you particularly call that trait uh, confrontational hmm. up with it and not everything deserves a war yeah right and I'm just like all right because I so one thing that I I have a level of understanding that a lot of what we come to the table with has been nurtured Mm-hmm. For years and years and years. Yeah. And you've simply just been holding on for years and years and years. And so I know that, and it's like, I instantly, and it creates defensiveness in others. Yeah. They start, yeah, you start seeing people's defense it's all mechanisms. You know. Yeah. And I, you said to me one time before, um, I, I'm, and I don't want to misquote, but You've been hearing these voices in your head for so long. You've heard these voices. You've told yourself these things longer than, than anyone else than has. anyone else yeah, has. Yeah. Someone so, else started it, but then. But you've perpetuated yeah, it. Yeah. Far, far longer. longer. Yeah. 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 So that whole concept of this is what a lady is like, or this is what a man is like, blah blah blah. Those people are done talking to us, and we're still drilling that stuff into our own minds right. and our and you know to our own detriment and there's nobody to blame anymore at that point Absolutely. but ourselves. Yep, yeah. I know. And you I'm know. ready for the board. That's my biggest come through with the mach- machete. Yeah. Knocking heads, shit down. Toes, whatever. And that's the uh, all of the religious texts and scriptures talk about if your left hand offends you cut it off now they weren't talking literally cut it off i know yeah. it's probably been some people in the world who my hand hurt it's keeping me from and they cut the hand <laughs> <laughs> i would hope not nah, but I'm i wouldn't sure. be surprised is, nah. some extremists in the world I, absolutely mm-hmm. um that's pretty much what the passion of the christ was wasn't it what <laughs> what did that have anything to do with? The, the the character the albino dude that was in that movie was just like self-deprecating okay. the entire time yeah. Yeah. Go with that. Anyhow. Yeah. No, nah, but yeah, it's like we got to get rid of that shit because you're not even experiencing life as it's happening. Life as it's happening cannot abide with old. Yeah. Thoughts. Yeah. There's a, there's a constant um, renewal that's taking place in every moment, and if you're fighting against that. You'll either get lost and left behind, or you find yourself in constant upheaval. Mm-hmm. Just trying to stay current, and nothing else is. Niggas die every day, B. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fact. No, for real, though. Um, yeah, so that would be my, my, my worst. So now, if you're the person who is confrontational like that, off-rip, and you're walking, into, and you're walking into a situation, you, you get to know somebody... What is what does flirting look like for you? How like what's enjoyable about it? What is It's what not makes really you enjoyable. It's a waste of fucking time. But it's like you got to play the game, you know? Um <laughs> and do what you got to do. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do cuz you know you got to make sure if the person like you before you go, you know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. it's it's that it's that um entrance fee. You know what I mean? To The price of admission. Yeah. 
just the general mission. It's just like, what's up? What's happening? And then it's a natural thing that just happens between people who, who find each other attractive. Yeah. It may not even lead to shit. So it's um, it's a, it's a social tool. Yeah. More than anything. But, yeah. I mean, it's enjoyable. You know, you get the that little feeling. Whatever it is, it ain't quite <laughs> the butterflies. The shimmy that just happened. Yeah, it ain't, it ain't <laughs> quite butterflies, but it's like... It's like a bit of excitement. Adrenaline of sorts. Yeah. Like, yeah, and it feels good. It does dopamine or whatever the fuck. Yeah, you know, it releases does. some endorphins. Absolutely. You, you get the feeling good about yourself. Yeah. I, I think it's a great... I think we should flirt more often. I remember reading a book... And I, I believe the name of it was called Pussy, a reclamation of My the word. I was just talking about that. It, that's probably I've, I haven't mentioned it before, but that's probably another one of my favorite books that I've ever read. And in it, she talks about the sensuality of women being our power and um, learning to appreciate flirtation for what it is. Now, it doesn't it doesn't always have to do with the opposite sex. It's literally just playing you know being lighthearted in different situations flittering yeah (laughs) (laughs) and so when you come into contact with somebody instead of taking yourself so seriously just allowing the encounter to be whatever it's going to be and enjoy the experience of meeting another human and just existing you know so when you look at it that way it's like oh it's like this ethereal thing like oh we should all be flirting you know what i mean but then there is the the um sexual tension and connotation that comes with it and so i think we have a tendency to be a little bit more careful depending on what our situations are because we don't want to give mixed signals we don't want to end up in situations we can't get ourselves out of or whatever that looks like i know as a woman sometimes you have to be super careful because you'll talk yourself into a situation where this person maybe maybe you really don't want to actually have sex with them at least not yet and now all of a sudden you get an unsolicited di- dick pics and you know the conversation veered somewhere that you you had no intention of it going and now you got to try and bring it back or risk being the bitch or a bougie or whatever mm. and so that can be a thing sometimes is so predatory real shit <laughs> Like even I watch it all day on my timeline. Too. It's crazy. You can't even like even when you're out in public. And I know a lot of this stuff happens online now, so it's a little different the the social interaction. But when you are in public and you run into somebody that you guys have a moment where there's quick flirtation, you's a fine motherfucker. You gotta be careful because you'll fuck around and end up somewhere sure. in somebody trunk or some Absolutely. shit. You never know. It happens every day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's it's hard out here. But I agree. I do enjoy the the rush and the excitement, the allure of learning something about a new person. And, you know, there's also just from a, a deeper standpoint, there's also it's like having a clean slate. This person knows absolutely nothing about you and you get to pretty much start from scratch with someone just shooting the shit. There's no real expectation, none of that. Just, That's why I don't like it. Yeah. And, and, yeah, like, you know, a lot of times, again, a crutch. Because you could very well paint a picture that is absolutely false. Most people do. Most of the time, that is the case. Yeah, that's the case. Or your your representative is on Yeah. On high alert. Sure. But, yeah, the rush that comes from that, I enjoy that. 
for sure. Nope. Um, so preferences. Like, do you... What are your preferences? As it relates I, to flirting they, or... No, no, no. Like, yeah, let me qualify. Going into a situation, mm-hmm. whether uh, now or in the past, what were like... Even if you didn't get them, what are your preferences? Have they changed over time? Are they still to remain? Does he mm. still have to have six pack? So, for me, a lot of what I've found to be physically ideal, I never actually ended up <laughs> with. <laughs> we talked about that. Yeah, we have. Yeah. So, like, you could look through my roster of guys that I've actually been with and find little to no correlation amongst them. Like, this makes no sense. It's just a bunch of randomness. But um, one thing that, that is constant for me is just being able to vibe with the person and just, like, have a good time, kick it, laugh, enjoy each other's company, and um, that that is a consistent across the board with each of them. But preferences, nah, I, not really. I. What are your preferences, despite you not being able to get them or not having? Um, them? I I I like a nice athletic physique, fairly tall. I do not do big guys. I'm sorry. I can't. I can't. You haven't even tried it. I have no desire to. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Um, that's not to say that some big guys aren't cute, but I just can't wrap my head around the sexual aspect of that. Fucked up, B. I'm just saying. It's not for everybody. Um, yeah, so that that much. Um, I don't too much care for, like, extremely light-skinned guys. Okay. I like my men to have some melanin to them. Um, Not really, really huge on a lot of facial hair. The beards are cool if they're kept up nice. I've never been with anybody that had one, but part of me, like, being having been a former nursing student, it's just like, do y'all know all the type of shit that sits in those big-ass, bushy beards? But, all right. Um. Yeah, and do something with yourself. If it's a, a a good solid job, or you know, if you have some hobbies or creative passions that you're into that you really enjoy, pursue that. That's pretty much it. You're the first dreadhead I've ever been with. Nice. Why do you keep saying that? It's true. You always try and bring it back to me. <laughs> Anyhow, what are my preferences? So they've changed over the years. Uh, I, I, I have I have a type, I guess. Um, they pretty much are within the same height. Which is? Uh, between five five foot and five six five five. That's pretty much been, and I'm kind of just going off my history. Um, I like obviously pretty faces. Um, 
I like girly girls. I've never dated a true tomboy, which I think they're cool. Yeah. I, I I had a I had a, a situation with someone that was like a tomboy. We basically wore the same type of shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> like, interesting. Nah, it was cool. Like at the end of the day, like femininity has a numerous amount of yeah ways of being. I want to put a tag in that. No, ask what. So. And obviously, I'm not assuming that this young lady was wasn't heterosexual or sure. you know, but she liked both. That's yeah. mostly what you get these days. Anyway. Yeah, typically. But so for those guys that feel like a girl who can't, who does not dress up like uh, an absolute feminine female in all of her glory, and can't deal with somebody that will easily throw on some basketball shorts and some Jordans, like. What do you think? Do you believe that that's just like insecurity in your own sexuality that you even have an issue with that? Or yeah, no, I mean, I'm not, I'm not big into the chick that's like always dressed up. Yeah. So, I don't. I, I think preferences. Some preferences are informed by our insecurities. Yeah. And you know we can discuss that, and it would be hard to like pinpoint it, right. but um. No, like, she wasn't, so me saying that we dressed like was kind of being funny. Yeah. yeah, it was definitely an exaggeration, but we had similar style in, like, the shoes we liked. Yeah. Or, you know, the outfits that she wore. She was more of the athletic, you know, she wore Jordans instead of Balenciagas. Mm-hmm. Cool. You know what I mean? As long as you, you know, you carry yourself, because once you take all that shit off, you... Still woman. Ma- still woman. <laughs> so, yeah, nah, I don't, I don't really have much of a response to that without going into some other shit, yeah. you know what I mean? But, yeah, um, and so then I like, and so now that I've gotten older, I I like for, I like readers. That That is probably my number one preference. Um now it's like be a reader yeah for for some of the reasons that we talked about earlier um a person that reads most likely are going to have um a wider choice of topics to speak from and can also communicate um or if she can't communicate it she can go and grab a book like read that and i'm obvious that's now that's a love language you did what I'm saying. Give me a fucking book to tell me how you feel. I will read that motherfucker. He swoons over books. Will melt on sight. And so, uh, yeah, that's what. Uh, just like be cultured, have have some culture, and I ain't talking about pop culture. Yeah, I'm talking have reasonings for what you do. It's not just to be like, oh, I've always done this. Yeah. Now, if this is something that you've always done, but you have a complete understanding as to how that affects your existence, respect. Again, be able to communicate that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's, there's a whole list, but that's pretty much it. Sips tea. <coughs> My bad. <laughs> <laughs> dig that so 
do you believe that the best sex is typically with the wrong person? So I seen a meme today. Uh-oh. It was saying that um, it had the inverse too, but the particular meme said, um, man, the best dick always come from the most toxic nigga. <laughs> and, it, you know, I laughed at it because I've been the toxic nigga. <laughs> I think we've all been toxic nigga because the inverse would be true. Yeah. yeah, so, you know, I talk a lot about a particular relationship that was based all on sex and both of us was, like, extremely toxic. I don't think that necessarily we were toxic, but... Uh, well, together probably not even that just the 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 circumstances surrounding gotcha. the relationship jeez so yeah uh absolutely i do i there is some truth to it um i think the smart people in the world know that and they kind of stay away from it um they know that or you know have been in that situation enough to to speak yeah. truthfully and honestly about that so Hell yeah. That's so crazy because it goes back to what we were discussing about the conversation of like, you shouldn't be fucking with somebody who doesn't make you feel that. And and then you find yourself asking the question, well, do I just continue to fuck people until I find the person who does? And does that person, do I just accept whatever they come with based on the fact that they make me do X, Y, Z? And I think... I think that what we consider to be the best while it's happening is easily persuaded and impacted by the circumstances surrounding the situation. So if you're dealing with somebody that you have literally no, absolutely no business dealing with and you know it, then there's the the rush and all the variables and the reasons why you shouldn't be fooling with that person. But in a lot of those situations, if you were to go back and really think about it, or even if you had the opportunity to go back and, and fuck that person again, would that be the best? Like, would that have been as great as you thought it was during that time? So how many people are actually with the person that they're having the greatest sex with but think that because whatever other situation was and however they remember it that maybe that's what that's what that was right i don't know but yeah i mean like i've i haven't circled back many times (laughs) (laughs) and the couple times i did was like yeah that wasn't what i thought it was and i don't i don't think people get worse i think if you've already been there, then there's a level of clarity that you walk into the situation with because it's no longer the mis- the mystique, the mystery of wondering what it's going to be. I would be. like to find out. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't circle back, so. Yeah. I mean, the whole relationship was a bunch of circling back, so I guess so. It was yeah. always the same. Well, you are the lucky one. I think it's true for everybody. A lot of people have. If you have those experiences, you you know what it is. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, I would be interested to hear what other people have to say about their experiences. Yeah, I think. Because that does seem to be the consensus. When you're just having conversation with people, folks will always be like, "You don't. You never end up with the person that you just had this mind blowing experience with. It just never happens." 
Yeah. I'm sure people have a lot to say. They're thinking about it as they hear it. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm about to call that nigga when they get off of here. Right shit. now. Right. Yeah. I mean, shit. Quarantine, though. So you really can't put a tack in that. Yeah. Of course. When this is all they over. shitty right now because they can't. <laughs> now we done dredged up old feelings. Yeah. Damn. We just lost the listener. Damn it. Shout out to you. Cheers. Yeah. For sure. Uh, this lukewarm ass tea. Man, so this morning I I got on got up. So it's Friday, all the new shit come out on Friday. New movies, uh, new music, uh, mm. and this guy I can't remember his name. Let me look up. Braxton. Braxton. I don't remember the last name. I think it was Cook. Yeah, Braxton Cook put out a great, great record. Oh, super dope. Um, it's called Fire Sign. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, I didn't that. even think about that. <laughs> nah, that shit's fire. For real. It is. It's fire. Uh, definitely go check that out. Um, uh, oh, it was a good day for releases for R&B. It was. It was. I went just kind of thumbing through stuff. And one of the um, projects that I added to my library and said I was going to come back to was one by a young lady named Jade Nova. Nice. It's called Stages. But... Um, like her, just her first couple tracks was was real cool. They pulled me in. Another one, um, this young lady's name is Charlotte Dos Santos, which was a whole different vibe. She's she's in the R and B soul section, but when you look through, just like um, a little bit more of her bio, she's like Norwegian Brazil or Brazilian Norwegian soul or something like that. I don't know, but it was heavenly. Shay Leah. She got an album called Dangerous. That joint oh, yeah. fire too. Yeah. Super fire. Um, Orion Sun. That was decent. Mm. Um, I think all of them. I'm gonna be spending some time with, with all of them records over the next couple weeks. I'm really yeah. excited about that. The party next door joint was straight too. It was straight. I didn't listen to that yet. Yeah, it was straight. I listened to the Rihanna joint first. I think it's called Believe It. Yeah. That was that was that was fire. Yeah. I would have loved to hear more from her on the record, but it was cool. He did a decent job with that album. Um it's a bunch of shit. Apple is playing games with this uh Tom Mish and Yusef Dez. The album ain't out yet. Exactly. What do you mean they play? <laughs> it's not Apple fault. I know it's not. The record you gotta don't have come somebody up. to blame. But it's, Blame it's them, it was three songs that they allow you to hear off the th- uh, off Yeah, the that's why I would never listen to the oh pre-orders. Because that's the reason. Like, if you like it and then you can't get to the rest of the album, it's like, oh, why did I even do this hurt. to myself? Exactly. Yeah. But when it drops, it'll be in my library and I'll be able to let y'all know. Yeah, that's what's up. It's a lot of great shit. I know a lot of, that's all we can do, really. Ozark uh, season three. Mm-hmm. I've been binge watching that. That's That's fire. Um, that shit just dramatic as fuck. It took too long for them to come back. I'm damn near uninterested at this point. No, nah, I'm interested. It's just, yeah. Now, like, I think people are learning how to multitask. We got, yeah, we have to. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I normally do that. I'll, I'll read a book, watch a show, listen to some music, play mm-hmm. the game, and, and be locked in. Right? That's just my normal approach to a lot of shit. Because for me, everything is like context. I, I think I've always done that because I understand that nothing is experienced in a vacuum. Yeah. So I'm being inspired by different parts of my brain. All at once. All at once. And Ooh. that's uh, that's life. Yeah. 
something is always coming at you. And so I want to always be in a position to be able to take in. I know what's bullshit and I know what's not. Yeah. Um, but I want to be able to take in several um, forms of information and, and still exist in my space. Yeah. So it, I think a lot of people are learning that now because it's like, damn. Got, got to. nothing but time. Yeah. And just sit, you just sit and waste away binge watching the entire day. You didn't get shit else done. Yeah. I but, you know, if you are interested in your show, you don't really want to turn it off. So, yeah. got to make something happen. No, definitely. Mm-hmm. No music, no movies. Shout out to everybody. Uh, I know, like, this is a really great time for people to really just be throwing their albums out. Yeah. You are going to get far more day Way one plays listeners. and streams, yeah. right? So, because we looking for stuff now. It's something. I mean, obviously, the it's three point six. I don't know how many. It's a maybe billion songs on Apple. I think that's what it was. So easy, I'm sure. Yeah. So it's so much, and like it's a good time to like step out of your normal mm-hmm. listening habits, and and because you got time right. to do so. And mm-hmm. I understand not when you don't have time to just go to what you know what, what you're you looking used for. To. Yeah. And so. It's a good time, and it's a lot of great music. I mean, the whole everything is on is about to be flipped on its head, and I I think a lot of these um, independent artists or less less um, famed artists and are going to get newfound fame mm-hmm. once it's over, you know, because we were given that opportunity to really just search everything. Yeah, and all these people who are doing their um, quarantine concerts and shit like that, yeah. it's not just. The celebrities that are doing it. Oh, it's sure. a lot of... I just hate that now... Every, y'all like y'all should have been doing it. Why? Because you've seen the popular ones do it. Yeah. For me, it's like... I'm not... I mean, interested. it's really no different from posting your videos that people have a tendency to do. They'll go live or whatever. Sure. It's just that now, you know, you capitalize it. The algorithms and, are like on fire right now because I'm swear. getting so much content that I normally wouldn't get. Uh, but that's uh, obviously I don't even know if it's necessarily because of the algorithm or because everyone is posting. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Like, imagine how many people throughout the day, whether because y'all are on different schedules or because, um, you know, they don't have time or you don't have time. And and there's a lot that's falling between the, the cracks. Um, and so now that everybody's sitting at home without sitting or without going to work, you got time to just, oh, you know what? I'm going to write these songs and put them out there. Yeah, for sure. It's a good time. Yeah, it and you're capitalizing on the fact that you know you're going to get some views because ain't nobody got shit to do. Yeah. It, this is definitely a time where you just, like, shoot your best shot Fuck for it. everything. Just shoot your best shot because once it's said and done, now you have content that occupies, you know, your to-do list. Mm-hmm. What you're going to do when it's – what are you going to capitalize off of yeah. You know, when the doors of the church are open. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, yeah, man, keep doing your thing. Lay the groundwork. Here's a good question. Who is your social media bae, but they don't know? I literally don't have one. Like, come on, man. I know I seriously don't. on your, on your I, pages that no, you like. I would fuck I, this shit out there, man. Nah. I am. Um, nope. I'm, I'm like, if there were going to be one, it you would probably be. You have a social media line. I do. Out. Have you seen mine? Uh, you got nothing but time. What are you doing? You gonna find new shit or are you just gonna keep? I've been searching. <laughs> I've been searching. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I ran across a thread this morning that was interesting. Dude was like, uh, 
one time for the ladies or something like that, he was like, everybody posts a gray sweatpants. Yeah, I seen that shit. But a lot of niggas got... uh, they got exposed. They was uh, yeah, yeah. So that was interesting. Yeah, that it, it was I, interesting. I, I peeped into it, it. It fed the the whole like, oh, okay, I'm gonna go browsing, you know, for the aesthetics. But a lot of those it were not batting on the same team. Yeah, so I peeped that too. Yeah, like you could see where the string is hanging, and then all of a sudden there's a veer to the left. It's like, wait a minute. Nah, yeah, a couple of chicks was just blasting. I guess one guy. She had fucked with him or something. Oh, so and she, she knew. She fully exposed Yikes. it. Yeah. And then <laughs> other girls, it. you know, because women do it too. Yeah. You see the photoshopped asses or yeah. whatever. Hips be all out of disproportion. And, that shit's right, crazy. It'd be funny as fuck. And that was interesting. Um, yeah, but did you find what you were looking for? No. It um, did not take me long to realize that a lot of those guys were talking to each other. Yeah. But. Why is that a, a No, I mean, it's not. For, for the sake of looking, it was cool. Nice. I just, just cool. Yeah, it was dope. Okay. It was dope. Nice. But nothing that I would have reached out to would have been yeah. no point. <laughs> sure. I got. I don't want to say I, I'm giving you a hard time. I don't really have no social media base. It's one chick. I, I, she a Virgo, though, so it's like... Uh, nice to look at. Well, uh, that nah. about it. Nah. Is that Twitter or Facebook? Uh, that's Facebook, yeah. and then on like you know, Twitter is difficult Twitter for me. Twitter be like, lit for him. Twitter is my is my fantasy world. None of those really matter. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I I don't. Um, I I did make a new connection a couple weeks ago, or not even a couple weeks ago. I think it was like last week, but it was uh, for a project that I'm working on, mm-hmm. and I wanted to use one of her. Um, I wanted to quote one of her tweets. Yeah. And then I looked at her thing. I was like, damn, she's actually cute. <laughs> and then the conversation kind of kept going on some other shit. But other than that, no. Yeah. Yeah. It, it'd be cool to scroll through. But I really, I could probably stand to do a whole revamp of my social media. I mean, I'm running a business. So there's that. It can't all be for entertainment. Sure. But, uh, yeah. All of it can be for inspiration, though. That is true. You are absolutely <laughs> right. Then now the thing about Twitter for me is I have my my um, business account right. and my personal, and my personal is full of a little bit of everything, but it's not, not really. Like my business one is completely full of LLC Twitter, RE Twitter, all that shit, and some cooking videos. So here's the uh, here's the here's the challenge of the day for everyone. Dun, dun, dun. Find the social media bay and shoot your shot. <laughs> and and post it. And, you know, talk about it or something. I don't know. <laughs> Have a conversation. Just start. Expose it. No, nah, I don't expose it. We, we don't we don't, we don't <laughs> stand behind that. No, I would expose it. But yeah. it's something to talk about. Yeah. Great conversation. Yeah. And you never know. This is the day of, of e-dating. So you never know. True. That could be true. your husband or wife, if that's what you're looking for. If you're just trying to fuck, when it's all said and done, I, I like Twitter because nine times out of ten, those people are going to be in different states, different yeah. cities, different parts of the country, sometimes in different different countries. May never even run across them. Yeah. So, I mean, but you, you get that you opportunity and get that passport and get that flight and never head know. out. It's a good time. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wonder what the plane tickets is going to cost like when this is all over. Uh, they're gonna be trying to recoup. I, I really think that we should demand. Like what we are seeing is not just the fact that this is the, uh, you know, obviously the coronavirus has affected everything. Yeah. But 
But that tells it's you markup is. Business is supply and demand. Yeah. If we demand, they gonna supply it. Mm-hmm. Period. So, you, you uh, use this to our advantage, man. It's it's at the playing field is so even. It's a consumer's at this market. Point. It, we can we can determine, and us who who are, are the black folks in America, we have the largest buying power in the whole world. So factual. Well, what y'all trying to do? We could all get these hundred dollar tickets and have a freak nick in Brazil. Hey. What's popping? That would be so lit. Yeah, because yeah, I'm hunching on every one of them. This nigga said hunching. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm tickled. <laughs> I hear the word hunch and I automatically think about a puppy dog that, yeah, humping on something. Absolutely. <laughs> yep. Hell no. Nah. It's going to be lit. Nah, but yeah. It, yeah. It's a good time for all of that. It's a demand. It's, it's, a, it's a market for the demand, not the supplier. Shoot your shot. Absolutely. Anything else we want to cover? It's been a laid back. We still got to it, but it was. ain't no chilling. liquor involved. I know niggas ain't hype. I, hype. I like the vibe. It's cool. It's cool. You know I mean? We'll do this. Got I, I, I got to. I'm getting too old to be, and because I'm a drinker's drinker. Mm. I've been doing this for a long time, long, long time, long, long time, long, long time. Yeah, and so I, it's cool. Just take the, take yeah, the, the edge just off. Vibing. Yeah. Anything else? I think I'm good. Um. Oh, this uh this new app. Voicey. Uh, that's for y'all. Well, I'm going to explore it some, but it seems like a lot of my friends are downloading it. It sends you um, notifications when people join. Nice. It's like a video recording. You can record yourself singing right into it with the layers and all kind of other stuff. It's, it's kind of cool. I, I enjoyed looking through it. I'm, I'm going to see what it's about, but it seems to be a, an up-and-coming thing that everybody's getting, up, getting hip to. Damn, Drake called Funk Flex a straight pussy. Oh, oh shit. Nice. Oh, shit is getting lit. Yikes, all this just happened? All this testosterone stuck in the house. They gotta go find an outlet. Yeah. Mm, we'll oh, see. Well, I guess we'll stay tuned for that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, Drake, uh, he got an album project about to come out. Yeah, he usually stay yeah. quiet until that's the case. Who's better, Drake or Beyonce at marketing? Mm. That's an easy answer. So, here's the thing. I'm going to say Drake. Yeah, it's easy. Yeah. Beyonce has surpassed the point of needing to market. He has too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He just still, I think he likes it. He enjoys yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. She's a Virgo. <laughs> so what does that mean? She's a Virgo. What does that mean? And we know her career. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? Was that they, they're just not impressed. It's yeah. It's like, whatever. So unbothered. Yeah, and they really lack. They lack the type of personality that makes marketing worth it. True, because uh, Drake is a Scorpio. Oh well, yeah, I guess that makes sense. I believe. Hey Siri, what is Drake's zodiac sign? Oh no, he's a Libra. Oh no, that ain't. It's that ain't Drake. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, she bullshitting. I think he look. is a Scorpio. I'm about to look for his birthday. Drake Zodiac. Hmm. October 24th. Scorpio. Wow. Yep. That is quite literally my ex's birthday. Down to the year. Wow. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. He must have a. He still has the opportunity. No. Oh, okay. Not at all. 
I thought maybe the Drake yeah, cosign. Nah. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> no. Anyway. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah, I say Drake. Drake yeah. is the better market. Agreed. Yeah. Anyhow, this has been tea and shit. <laughs> we'll be back on our vodka and shit next episode. Oh, yeah. I hope everybody uh, ready. is living their best life. Inside. Inside. Safe. Clean. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, niggas, wash your hands after you piss and shit. Please, thank you. Bye. Peace.